Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. I am here again, posting another episode, because I'm trying to catch up, because uh, I do be behind on some episodes. Um, I'm going to try and be more casual, but I'm definitely going to be posting more, for sure as these. Um, I'm going to stick to my, like I've said previously, like my days on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, I'm going to try and stay posting on those days, though, so... Usually, like, Wednesdays at 8 a.m., you can expect an episode, and if you don't get one then, then you can usually wait for Monday and stuff like that, but I'm going to be trying posting on both days at 8 a.m., you know, just to give myself a little bit of a, you know, break, <laughs> but uh, I think it, I think it said Mondays at 12 and Wednesdays at 8 or something like that. Just expect episodes on those days at about those times. <laughs> I am a college student. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just popped on here to talk about uh, just life, general, people being shady and sus. Thought you guys would like some drama, some tea, just a little bit. Um, not gossip, definitely not gossip, but just a little bit of like the world of misinterpretation. Um, okay, so I guess we can just dive right on in on it because nobody's telling me not to so um a lot of the problems that i've been having in my life socially with people have been derived from misinterpretations or just like miscommunications or not communicating at all like bad communication so i just really wanted to keen in on that for this podcast today uh more recently i've been seeing that communication is the focal point of any relationship. Like, communication is, like, the number one thing, the most important thing in any form of relationship you're going to be in. Whether it's, like, an emotional relationship, like a a committed, like, dating-wise relationship, whether it's even, like, a platonic relationship, like, at work, like, like, even, like, in friendships. Like, communication is just vital. It is, like the blood of a relationship. And that's because you don't know if you're doing something good, something bad, or something in between, unless somebody tells you that. And, like, you don't know if something you said is offensive to somebody else unless they're like, hey, that's offensive. You know, you know, it's, like, super hard to read people's minds. You can't just expect other people to, like, know what you're thinking or saying or feeling and oftentimes people are like well you should know how i feel it's like but they don't sometimes people are dense sometimes people are busy or distracted and they don't always pay a hundred percent stuttered a hundred percent attention to you and so it's really hard to sit and be like well you should know or you should you should when you didn't give them that information and Missing miscommunications or just lack of communication as like a whole can cause a lot of problems, especially miscommunication because there is communication there, but it's being taken incorrectly or taken a different way because miscommunications can happen and it's not always that somebody took it the wrong way. It's that you said it in a way at which the only way they could take it is this and stuff like that. Um, I noticed that in one of the really weirder, like, friendships that I was in, a huge thing was I felt like I couldn't talk to them 
about what was going on in our friendship and about how I felt like the friendship was very one-sided or I felt like I was uh, replaceable, which uh, I'm going to insert a song quote of mine. Uh, I've been trying to write a song about it more recently and it's, you made me feel replaceable like a plastic doll, easy, cheap, disposable. So to break that down a little bit, it's like a plastic doll, when you think about it, is like this perfect thing. It's supposed to be perfect, the ideal. And in saying that somebody made me feel replaceable like a plastic doll is bringing about the, the sense of like, oh, you made me feel like I was perfect, but perfect in the sense of I was plastic, like I was fake, that I was just nothing. And that I was easy, cheap, and disposable. That I'm easy to hang out with, I'm cheap, you know, like, I'm affordable, and then I'm I'm disposable that you can just throw me away. And so, like, <laughs> to make it all deep and in, like, hidden meanings and everything, uh, that was very true for me, is that this person made me feel like I was perfect the way I was, but in a wrong way. That you're perfect the way you are, but, like, in the sense of, like, I'm perfectly fake for you. And it was weird because I'm not fake. I'm not a fake person at all. But this person was making me out to be fake. This person was making me out to be sus, to be hiding things, to be shady. And it's just not who I am. I'm not that kind of person. And so, I don't know. People will interpret that line the way they interpret that line. That's just the way that I wrote the line. And that's the way that it is to me. But I'm obviously not the the crowned ruler of how people interpret things. So it's a, that's another thing that really ties into miscommunications is that people will interpret things completely different than how you mean them and you won't even know unless they're like, hey, that was, that was this. So in this friendship, going back to that, I was talking about how they made me feel replaceable. Like a lot of the times if I couldn't hang out with them for any given reason, they would just replace me with somebody else or replace me with another activity. And that was so easy for them to do. And it was easy for them to be like, oh, hey, I can't hang out. And then immediately replace me with another activity that they wanted to do more than hang out with me. Instead of just being honest, like, hey, I don't really want to hang out with you. I really want to do this. Is that okay? Instead of like communicating that to me, they would just do that and expect me not to put two and two together. And that made me feel like they thought I was stupid. Um, and I'm not stupid. A lot of times when people do shady or sus shit like that, I know what they're doing. And I know how or why or when they're doing it. Because I'm very intelligent. And I'm very observant. And so, some of the things you think I won't remember, I probably will. Or some of the shit you don't think I'll see, I most likely will. Like, people think that, that I don't notice them sneaking past me or, like, them trying to hide behind bushes and shit. Like, more recently, I've had people who are having, like, communicational issues with me. Like, they have some sort of problem with me that they can't communicate to me for any given reason. And they're being shady about it. So, they literally were trying to run past me in hopes that I wouldn't see them. And I literally saw them doing it. But the whole time they thought they like got away and that I didn't see them. And I just thought it was shady as fuck. And I thought it was funny because I was like, you guys are really running away from me. You guys are really trying to hide from me like I didn't already see you. 
And the same people were being shady because they were hanging out with this other person that I don't get along with. And they were, like, trying to, like, hide them or sneak them into the building that we all live in. And I was just like, I can see you guys. I saw you guys already. I saw you guys walk in. Like, there's no point in trying to hide shit from me or hide anything from anyone. Because that shows that you're embarrassed or that you are anything other than okay with what you are doing. I mean, you wouldn't be hiding something from someone if you were okay with it. Or if you thought that they would be okay with it. So obviously there's some sort of barrier there that you are not willing to communicate or discuss. You're just trying to... I don't know. I don't know how to word it without seeming weird or like an asshole but basically all I'm trying to say is that when you hide stuff it shows that you don't have confidence in that other person to be okay with what you're doing or that that other person's going to judge you for what you're doing and when people try and hide things from me it really it's shocking to me because it's shocking in the sense of I have been accepting and loving and caring towards you or at least I've tried to be, and how I'm met with that behavior is with disrespect, shady, hiding things, and just really this strong sense of these people don't know who I am. These people haven't met me. And I think that, and sometimes it is people. There are people who have met me, who have seen me be nice, who have seen me handle situations very eloquently, handle very dramatic situations with ease, or, you know, do things that other people wouldn't have done in those same situations, or handle things with a cool mind. And those same people want to act like I'm some sort of monster. And I've talked about that previously, I believe, in a podcast, about how people make me out to be a monster all the time. And I really do identify with that. I really do identify with this bestial side of me, this aggressive, mean, asshole, monster side of myself, but that is not who I am as an entirety. I recognize that everybody is made up of multiple parts and that you cannot just assume that somebody is one thing. You can't just assume that somebody is always going to be an asshole or somebody is always going to be depressing or somebody's always going to be moody. You can't just assume shit like that about people because that's very disrespectful to the rest of their personality. And when people want to make me out to be a monster and treat me like I'm some sort of beast in a cage that they can just poke and poke and poke in hopes of me blowing up and they get a show, you know, I don't like it when people treat me like that. And I don't like blowing up. I don't like being the beast. I don't like being that person. And it takes a very large amount of anger and sadness and hatred to even get me into that world of thinking. And it takes so much effort and time to even get me to blow up. Like somebody would have to be very, very dedicated in hurting my feelings and hurting me as a person to even get me into that world of acting or get me into that world of action. And, and so, I don't know. When I see these people and they treat me like very piss poor, it's obvious they don't know me because anybody who's been around me for a lengthy amount of time knows that I love them unconditionally, no matter what. Like, and I would love that person 
in any sense. Like, if that person wanted to be in a relationship, they can go be in a relationship. I will support them in their relationship. I will love them no matter what. And them being in a relationship is not going to change how I treat them as an independent person and stuff like that. It's just like, it's funny how people just immediately assume that since I'm their friend, that means that they can only be my friend. Or weird, just weird shit. I just, I don't know. I just love people. And I think it's odd when people want to be like, oh, well, I'm going to start dating this person, which means I can't hang out with you anymore. It's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I get it if you're busy, but like, it doesn't make sense for you to cut off ties with your friends because you're dating somebody. I would never do that to somebody. But, yeah, so, going back to topic, this person to me had a very terrible, like, run of communication. I felt like I couldn't communicate to them the problems that I was having because we just weren't good at communicating to each other because there were so many factors going into silence rather than good communication. And this person was just not open to talk. This person was very closed off. They're still very closed off. And they're so closed off that nobody really knows who they are. They don't even have much of a personality. And they will even admit that. They'll say, well, nobody knows anything about me. I don't open up to anyone. And they're proud of it. And it's like, okay, you do you. But, like, I don't think that's very healthy. And I'm not about to push my agenda of, like, self-health on you if you don't want that. If you don't want somebody in your life that's going to be there for you and you don't want somebody to support you and you just want to be fake and you just want to hide and you just want to do that, then fine. Do that. I'm not about to sit and tell you any other thing. Like, I will never deny what you want to be. If that's what you want, then that's what you want. <laughs> like, it's not up to me. But I'm not about to support that kind of behavior either. Like, because it's very self-detrimental to hide your personality. And I would know. <laughs> I did so for a very, very long time in my life. Um... I don't know if any of you guys know. I haven't talked about this before, I don't believe. Maybe I have. I don't know. But uh, I am trans. I am a transgender human being. Um, I tend to identify more with a non-binary side of myself, but I also use he, him pronouns. So my pronouns are they, them, he, him. And uh, I like they, them pronouns a lot more. But I really do understand what it's like to hide an entire part of yourself out of fear of judgment or out of fear of being hurt and I really do see that whole world of fear and waiting and not wanting to to show part of yourself because you're scared I get it but a lot of the times um especially from more heterosexual people not to you know aim at them but I've noticed people who haven't had to go through uh the experience that I went through that didn't have to go through being in the closet or being hidden like I noticed people who didn't have to go through that they don't understand it because they didn't live it and I noticed a lot more of like the community members of like my community the LGBTQIA community I noticed that a lot more of those people are more open for vocalization of problems than other people are. And so, in that, 
I know what it's like to hide your personality from the world. And I know that in growing up, a lot of people fell in love with me because I am a loud, proud, and defiant human being. But I was lying to everyone about who I was. And it wasn't that I hid my entire personality. It's that I made a persona up. I made this character that I labeled my dead name. And that was who I was. That was the character that I showed the world. And everybody loved and hated me. I was like a celebrity in a lot of ways. People loved all these weird, wacky, and crazy things about me, but they also hated all of these amped up parts of my personality because they knew in part that they were fake. And in that, I really learned to be a better human. And in that, I learned that people are not always going to love you and they're not always going to accept you and that you can't always just expect people to love you. And you can't always expect everybody to be okay with everything you're going to do and all this other self-acceptance stuff. But it took me 18 years to really solidify the, the courage to come out and to say, Hi, this is who I am. And if you've got a problem with it, fuck off. Like, it really took a lot of effort to do that. And in, in, there's a lot of fear that, like, suppressed me when I was growing up. A lot of fear of rejection and a lot of fear overall. But the thing is, is that if I would have came out at the time, I would not have been accepted. And I knew that was a fact because I had witnessed it happen to somebody else near me. So there was another transgender man who went to my school and he was exiled. People picked on him, said horrendous things to him. We even had teachers who were not the most supportive. And it was very disheartening for me to be in the closet and seeing this stuff happen and witnessing this this guy who was just like me being bullied relentlessly to the point where it it hurt him a lot. And those people were so petty that they didn't even stop when he left. They would still try and attack him outside of school. Even when we all graduated, they would still try and attack him. And that was very, very disheartening for me to the point where I didn't even come out until I was in college. I didn't fully, like, stand for who I was until I was in college. And that was because I was outed by somebody who was being a fucking monster. And they decided to... I was doing something outside and I had said, like, a sentence. But they took, like, the end part of that sentence and sent it to my family. And made it seem like I was coming out as a lesbian. When that's not what was happening at all. I was saying a sentence. And the sentence was. You can't control your sexual. Because there was somebody out, outside. And they were like causing like a mass like group to come around and yell at them. And they were saying that. Having a sex drive or like feeling like sexual emotions is like evil. And like they were basically preaching briar, uh, fire and brimstone. They were misinterpreting the bible to fit whatever their agenda was. And I was just saying, like, in general, I was like, you people cannot control their sexualities. You cannot control who you like. 
I couldn't control it if I liked screwing guys, and I couldn't control it if I liked screwing girls. And they took the end part of that and sent it to my family. And they literally, the video was like, well, I can't control it if I like girls. Or something like that. And that's what got sent to my family. Because this person really was evil. <laughs> in a sense of, they just really wanted to start shit. They really wanted to hurt me. And they really wanted to attack me. Or, I don't even know. And I don't know why anybody would do something like that. I don't know why anybody would like, sit and be like, you know what's gonna be great? Outing this person today. Taking this person and, like, shoving them into the light and being like, this is what this person is. Like, no. And that was a really horrible way to come out. And it took a lot of bravery to be like, you know what, actually, no. You're not gonna tell me I'm wrong. You're not gonna tell me that I'm bad. I get that this isn't what I am, and I was outed improperly, but I'm going to use this as an opportunity to, you know, move forward. So, I did. I used that as an opportunity to move forward. And I came out as queer, as a little queer kid, that I like people. I like everyone. I don't care if I go to bed with a guy, gal, or a non-binary pal. I don't care. I love people, and I will never be ashamed of that. I will never be ashamed of being trans. I will never be ashamed of feeling like I don't have a gender sometimes. Or feeling like I'm more of a guy. I will never be ashamed of myself ever a fucking again because that is not who I am as a person. I'm a very loud and brave and defiant person. And the, per the persona that I created when I was a kid, that's a part of me. Those were still parts of who I was. They were just amped up on coke. Like, it's just, you know, that's who I was. And this is who I am. And I know what it's like to feel all of those emotions and to have all that fear and to go through all of those really disheartening things. So when this person, going way back to what I was originally talking about, when me and this person were having these communication issues, it was really hard for me because I didn't want to seem condescending. I didn't want to seem like I was some asshole who just knew the answer to everything. I didn't want to be that person. But I also wanted to help them. But I could tell that they didn't want my help. And that hurt me because I didn't like watching them suffer. And I don't think they recognized that that's what they were making me do. Um, like I said, I'm a very observant person, so I would witness them going through shit. I would, I would see it, and I would know that that's what was happening. And I would even sometimes mention it to them, like, hey, are you okay? I can see that you're upset. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that I could be that observant. They didn't like that I could see that part of themselves, that vulnerable, innocent part of themselves. They didn't like it, so they, they reacted very negatively towards me and they pushed me away and they treated me really poorly and they kept me at an arm's length and when I eventually started to walk away then they tried to pull me back in they tried to be like oh, okay yeah no I accept you now now that you want to leave let, let's bring it back and I was like no no and I didn't know how to say no and eventually it caused me to just like stop talking to them and like walk away and I had my friend be like hey this person doesn't want to talk to you right now and then that ended poorly because they thought I was suicidal or whatever. I don't know. It just ended very poorly. And then people have always tried to start rumors about me ever since I was a kid. So of course, at the worst possible time, 
these people come in at my college and they try and start these rumors. And it's just this person who was having this communication issue with, instead of communicating to me that she was, that, uh, that they were hearing this stuff, um, that, that they were sure of whatever it was. I don't know if it, it was just really disheartening to know that they believed, um, these rumors and that they believed all this shit that people were saying about me instead of asking me if I had said it or not. And some of it I had said, but other, other parts of it were just mangled and twisted and like somebody had taken what I said and put it through a blender and then gave it to them. Like, I don't know. And I'm somebody who stands by almost everything I say. I say shit for a reason. And if I hurt somebody, I'm sorry, but, like, I'm not about to back down off of my opinions because you feel differently. And I'm, once again, a very loud, defiant, and proud person, so I try not to hurt people, and if I do hurt people, I apologize for it. But just because I hurt somebody's feelings doesn't mean I'm about to change, like, who I am. I was like, just because you don't like a part of me doesn't mean I have to change it for you. And I get it if I say something really offensive and, like, that if that hurts somebody. I'll definitely change that. I'm not saying I won't change at all. No, I'm saying, like, I won't change parts of myself that are not a problem. Like, I don't know how to word it properly. I'm assuming you guys understand what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, I know this is a bigger episode today because it's a lot bigger of a topic. <laughs> There's a lot more to talk about. But I might break it up into into two podcasts and continue talking about it next podcast, but I don't know. Um, I think I should just do it all in one, so this is probably going to be a lengthy one, so we're probably more towards like three quarters or half of way through, so if you're getting annoyed with me talking, just pause it and then come back some other time, I don't know, but we're going to continue talking. So, continuing on the story, basically we had a big blowout fight, and... I decided that I didn't want that person in my life anymore. That I was not going to have that kind of energy being brought into my life. And I just didn't want that. And I decided that not only was that person toxic for me, but I was toxic for them. Because I am at a place in my life where I am fully accepted of who I am. And that's not, that's not okay for them. They didn't like seeing that. That made them feel bad and feel like they needed to to do whatever. And I just, I don't intend to make people feel bad. I don't want people to feel bad when they're around me. I don't want people to feel like they have to be anything other than themselves. And so I could get how seeing somebody who's put together could make you feel bad. And I just didn't want that. I don't know. I just really decided that we were not good for each other. That we were both bad for each other. That we both made mistakes. And we both did bad things. And the mistakes that I made on my part were not communicating to them how I felt or what I was thinking or what I even was saying. And the fact that I treated them kind of like a child in the sense of I wouldn't communicate to them bigger topics or bigger feelings or like, weighted things because I didn't feel like they could handle it. And that's really shitty because I didn't even give them the chance to try and handle it. I just assumed that they couldn't. And I know that that's shitty now. But hindsight's always twenty twenty, And 
I didn't know how to deal with it then. I know how to deal with it now. I know how I would deal with it now. I know how I would go about it now. I know all that now, but I didn't know that. And I will say I was ignorant in that, in that field and in that sense of I'm always trying to be perfect. So sometimes I'm imperfect and I don't even notice it until it's already done. And I recognize that humans are imperfect. And that's why I was so lenient with this human um, causing me so much pain because I was just like, oh, this person's a human. You know, they feel, they, they think they're not always going to be perfect. And then I made the realization that, no, we're just really bad for each other. We just need to not be around each other. So I made the independent decision to stay away. And I've done a very, very good job about it. But a lot of the problems that are happening now with communication or miscommunication or misinterpretation are some of our mutual friends are becoming very strange. They'll go from being friends with me to hating me to friends with me to hating me. And I am not about it. And I, I'm not even kidding you. I am seconds away from blocking them all. Because I don't enjoy being treated like a monster. And I said this earlier. I don't enjoy it. I don't like when people refer to me as that or treat me as that or try and get me to act like that so that they can prove some sort of agenda. I just don't enjoy negative people or negative actions or shady or sus or drama. I don't like it. So I'm really contemplating. I'm, I'm pretty much already made up my mind that I'm going to do it. I'm just trying to give them a chance to fix whatever it is that's going on before I do it. But I know that they're not going to try and that they're going to continue being sus. So I'm probably going to block them very, very soon. But um, in that, I know what I need and what I don't need. And I've been focusing on that as a human more recently. And I said earlier that I might cut this and make it another podcast. So that is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to upload this um, at a very weird time at 2.30 in the morning on Tuesday. So if you want to, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's going to go up at a weird time. I know that. But you guys won't know that until you listen to the podcast and be like, oh, wow. They were talking about how this was going to go up at 2.30 in the morning. Strange. But yeah, so um, the next part of this, though, will come out the following day at 2.30 in the morning. So today is, I don't know what today is, but this will come out on Tuesday And so I guess the next episode will come out on Wednesday at 2.30 in the morning. And I'm pretty sure I already have another podcast going up Wednesday. So that'll be just two of them for you. And yeah, so I will continue on what I was saying in the next podcast. So I was talking about my life and making decisions for me. That'll be the next podcast. All right. I think I'll leave it there. May the tie be on your side. Good night, good morning, and I'll see you in the overmorrow.